Chapter Two of the Mystic Will. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Mystic Will by Charles Godfrey Leland. Chapter Two Self Suggestion In Thy Soul as in a Sleep gods or fiends are hidden deep awful forms of mystery and spirits all unknown to thee guard with prayer and heed with care ere thou wakest them from their lair the records of the human race however written show that man has always regarded himself as possessed of latent faculties or capacities of a mysterious or extraordinary nature that is to say transcending in scope or power anything within the range of ordinary conscious mental capacity such for example is the dream in which there occurs such a mingling of madness with mysterious intuitions or memories that it is no wonder it has always been regarded as allied to supernatural intelligence and almost as general as the faith in dreams as being weird in the true sense of the much abused word or strangely prophetic is that in fascination or that one human being can exercise over another by a mystic will and power a strong influence even to the making the patient do whatever the actor or superior requires however interesting it may be it is quite needless for the purpose which i have in view to sketch the history of occultism magic or sorcery from the earliest times to the present day fascination was however its principal power and this was closely allied to or the parent of what is now known as suggestion in hypnotism but ancient magic in its later days certainly became very much mixed with magnetism in many phases and it is as an offshoot of animal magnetism that hypnotism is now regarded which is to be regretted since it is in reality radically different from it as several of the later writers of the subject are beginning to protest the definition and differences of the two are as follows animal magnetism first formulized by anton mesmer from a mass of more or less confused observations by earlier writers was the doctrine that there is a magnetic fluid circulating in all created forms capable of flux and reflux which is specially active or potent in the human body its action may be concentrated or increased by the human will so as to work wonders one of which is to cause a person who is magnetized by another to obey the operator this obedience being manifested in many very strange ways still there are thousands of physiologists or men of science who doubted the theory of the action or existence of animal magnetism and the vital fluid as declared by the mesmerists and they especially distrusted the marvels narrated of clairvoyance which was too like the thaumaturgy or wonder-working attributed to the earlier magicians finally the english scientist braid determined that it was not a magnetic fluid which produced the recognized results 
but that they were of purely subjective origin depending on the nervous system of the one acted on that is to say in ordinary language it was all imagination but here as in many other cases a very comprehensive and apparently common sensible word is very far from giving an adequate or correct idea of the matter in question for what the imagination itself really is in this relation is a mystery which is very difficult to solve i have heard of an old french gentleman who when in a circus expressed an opinion that there was nothing remarkable in the wonderful performances of an acrobat on a tightrope or trapeze you see monsieur it is only the mathematics just that and only the imagination all your imagination is still the universal solvent in philistia for all such problems hypnotism reduced to its simplest principle is like the old fascination the action of mind upon mind or of a mind upon itself in such a manner as to produce a definite belief action or result it is generally effected by first causing a sleep as it is done in animal magnetism during which the subject implicitly obeys the will of the operator or performs whatever he suggests hence arose the term suggestion implying that what the patient takes into his head to do or does must first be submitted to his own mental action very remarkable results are thus achieved if the operator having put a subject to sleep which he can do in most cases if he be clever and the experiments are renewed often enough will say or suggest to him that on the next day or the one following or in fact at any determined time he shall visit a certain friend or dance a jig or wear a given suit of clothes or the like he will when the hypnotic sleep is over have forgotten all about it but when the hour indicated for his call or dance or change of garment arrives he will be haunted by such an irresistible feeling that he must do it that in most cases it will infallibly be done it is no exaggeration to say that this has been experimented on tested and tried thousands of times with success and incredible ingenuity in all kinds of forms and devices it would seem as if spontaneous attention went to sleep but like an alarm clock awoke at the fixed hour and then reflex action again and this constitutes the chief subject of all i here discuss we can suggest to ourselves so as to produce the same results it seems to be a curious law of nature that if we put an image or idea into our minds with a preconceived determination or intent that it shall recur or return at a certain time or in a certain way after sleeping it will do so and here i beg the reader to recall what i said regarding the resolving to begin any task that it can be greatly aided by even a brief predetermination in all cases it is a kind of self-suggestion there would seem to be some magic virtue in sleep as if it preserved and ripened our wishes hence the injunction in the proverbs of all languages to sleep over a resolve or subject and that night brings counsel it is not necessary that this sleep shall be hypnotic or what is called hypnotic slumber since according to very good authorities there is grave doubt 
as to whether the so-called condition is asleep at all hypnotism is at any rate a suspension of the faculties resembling sleep caused by the will and act of the operator he effects this by fixing the eyes on the patient making passes as in mesmerism giving a glass of water or simply commanding sleep and this as dr cock has experienced and described can be produced to a degree by anyone on himself but as i have verified by experiment if we after retiring to rest at night will calmly yet firmly resolve to do something on the following day or be as much as possible in a certain state of mind and if we then fall into our ordinary natural sleep just as usual we may on waking have forgotten all about it yet will none the less feel the impulse and carry out the determination what gives authority for this assertion for which i am indebted originally to no suggestion or reading is the statement found in several authorities that a man can hypnotize another without putting him to sleep that is make him unconsciously follow suggestion i had read in works on hypnotism of an endless number of experiments how patients were made to believe that they were monkeys or madmen or umbrellas or criminals women or men volante but in a few of them did i find that it had ever occurred to anybody to turn this wonderful power of developing the intellect to any permanent benefit or to increasing the moral sense and then it came to my mind since self-suggestion was possible that if i would resolve to work all the next day that is apply myself to literary or artistic labor without once feeling fatigue and succeed it would be a marvelous thing for a man of my age and so it befell that by making an easy beginning i brought it to pass to perfection what i mean by an easy beginning is not to will or resolve too vehemently but to simply and very gently yet assiduously impress the idea on the mind so as to fall asleep while thinking of it as a thing to be my next step was to will that i should all the next day be free from any nervous or mental worry or preserve a hopeful calm or well-balanced state of mind this led to many minute and extremely curious experiences and observations that the imperturbable or calm state of mind promptly set in was undeniable but it often behaved like the angel in h g wells novel the wonderful visit as if somewhat frightened at or of with awe by its new abode and no wonder for it was indeed a novel guest and the goblins of worry and tease fidget and fear who had hitherto been allowed to riot about and come and go at their own sweet mischievous wills were ill-pleased at being made to keep quiet by this new lady of the manor and indeed no mere state of mind however well maintained can resist everything and the mildest mannered man may cut a throat under great provocation i had my lapses but withal i was simply astonished to find how by perseverance habitual calm not only grew on me but how decidedly it increased i most assuredly have experienced it to such a degree as to marvel that the method is not more employed as a cure for nervous suffering and insomnia but far beyond perseverance in labor 
or the inducing a calmer and habitually restful state of mind was the awakening of the will which i found as interesting as any novel or drama or series of active adventures which i have ever read or experienced i can remember when most deeply engaged in it re-reading de quincey's confessions of an opium eater i took it by chance on my birthday august fifteenth which was also his and as i read i longed from my very heart that he were alive that i might consult with him on the marvellous fairyland which it seemed to me i had been discovered and then i remembered how dr tucky the leading english hypnotist had once told me how easy it was for his science to completely cure the mania for opium and other vices and this is the discovery resolve before going to sleep that if there be anything whatever for you to do which requires will or resolution be it to undertake repulsive or hard work or duty to face a disagreeable person to fast or make a speech to say no to anything in short to keep up to the mark or make any kind of effort that you will do it as calmly and as unthinkingly as may be do not desire to do it sternly or forcibly or in spite of obstacles but simply and coolly make up your mind to do it and it will be much more likely be done and it is absolutely true crede experto that if persevered in this willing yourself to will by easy impulse unto impulse given will lead to marvellous and most satisfactory results there is one thing of which the young or over sanguine or heedless should be warned do not expect from self-suggestion nor anything else in this life prompt perfection or the maximum of success you may predetermine to be cheerful but if you are very susceptible to bad weather and the day should be dismal or you should hear of the death of a friend or a great disaster of any kind some depression of spirits must ensue on the other hand note well that forming habit by frequent repetition of willing yourself to equanimity and cheerfulness and also to the banishing of repulsive images when they come will infallibly result in a very much happier state of mind as soon as you actually begin to realize that you are acquiring such control remember that is the golden hour and redouble your efforts perseverando vinces i have i trust thus far in a few words explained to the reader the rationale of a system of mental discipline based on the will and how by a very easy process the latter may like attention and interest be gradually awakened as i have before declared every one would like to have a strong or vigorous will and there is a library of books or sermons in some form exhorting the weak to awaken and fortify their wills or characters but all represent it as a hard and vigorous process akin to storm and stress battle and victory and none really tell us how to go about it i have indeed only indicated that it is by self-suggestion that the first steps are taken let us now consider the early beginning of the art or science ere discussing further developments end of chapter two